Welcome to UC Today with me, David Dungay. I have with me today Robert Schoenfield from CRISP.ai and Zias Caravalla from ZK Research. Welcome to the show, guys. How are we doing? Hi, Dave. Dave. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. So today we're going to be talking about uh, noise, background noise in particular, and how that really impacts uh, this going back to work trend that we're seeing. Um, but before we get into that conversation, um, Robert, should we start with you? Do, you? do you want to give us a bit of an introduction to yourself and uh, Crisp? Yeah, happy to. My name is Robert Schoenfeld. I'm our chief operating officer based here in California. CRISP has developed a, a voice quality and noise cancellation application that's been deployed by thousands of companies around the world for both their uh, home-based and uh, in-office employees, um, delivering uh, improved voice quality, removing the background noise um, so that customer, excuse me, employees can work anywhere, both in the office and at home. Excellent. And uh, Zias? Hi, I'm Zias Caravalla. Uh, I run my own research from ZK Research. I've been covering uh, almost all aspects of communications and networking as an analyst for the better part of 20 years. Uh, while that seems like a pretty big um, scope, I tend to cover only emerging technologies, one of which is artificial intelligence. And so I think I'm, I'm really excited about this conversation on noise removal because it's been one of the, the, the real, I, I, I think, uh, stars of the, you know, the, the AI use cases as far as uh, communications goes. Great. Well, look, thank you for that. Um, well, let, let's get straight into it then, guys. Um, Robert, let's, let's start with you. You know, why has uh, noise cancellation and audio quality become such a focal point um, for, for collaboration in, in over the last year or so? Well, it's interesting. Voice quality has always been important uh, for, for customer experience. Um, even before COVID, when almost all agents were working in a contact center, um, some of the complaints that came through were around noise, background noise, other agents speaking, and it, it translated to the customer feeling uncomfortable sharing uh, private or personal information, whether it be about financial information or healthcare information or what have you. Um, when COVID hit and a big portion of those agents were pushed to home, the complaints for noise skyrocketed. Uh, and in the early days of COVID, customers were a little bit tolerant. Oh, I, I hear a dog. I hear a child. I hear a, a rooster. Uh, where are you? Are you working at home? How's everything going? But literally after about three or four months, I think the, the tolerance of that uh, dissipated. The, the customer satisfaction scores plummeted uh, around noise complaints and around privacy complaints. So fast forward now, we're still in the middle of COVID. A lot of folks are working at home. And um, the, the, the use of CRISP both at, at home and in a contact center has dramatically uh, reduced or eliminated those types of, of complaints from customers and resulting CSAT scores improved. Right. So, I mean, Zias, um, you know, we're in various stages of, uh, you know, finding out where what our working situation is going to, are going to be as as as, as a, a global uh, workforce, if you like. Here in the UK, we're very much talking about getting back to the office, but that's likely to be a hybrid scenario. Scenario that's uh, we're seeing that similar situations across the globe. But how much of of what Robert just talked about there with that the home working and how how people are operating in the future? How much of that is likely to stick in this sort of back-to-work phase that we seem to be in? Well, uh, first of all, David, let me just say that uh, for anybody that thinks they know what the future of work is going to look like, 
the wrong. We have no idea what it's going to look like. I talked to CEO and HR head, you know, day after day after day, and they are struggling with this. And so it is going to be hybrid. It's going to ebb and flow. Uh, we have to be prepared for a world where you could have everybody in the office, nobody in the office, and every possible combination in between, and you might have to change almost overnight. And I, but I do think um, uh, the work from home. It, it, you know, it's interesting that we sent everybody home on a necessity, and now companies sort of started to figure out, hey, I can do some things that I couldn't do before. I was talking with one insurance company. They're now poaching contact center agents from competitive companies because they don't have to be constrained with distance anymore. So now there's a real war on talent, right? I think I saw in the Wall Street Journal that in the U.S. alone, 55% of workers are going to change jobs this year. And those workers are going to go to companies with tools that make them successful, right? And so I, I think noise removal is one of those. Nobody wants to be that agent where you've got a screaming baby in the background and then you've got a dog barking in the background and the lawnmower going. And that makes you look bad, right? If you go switch companies and they've got better tools, you're going to be more successful in the job that you're doing. The other thing that's interesting is we're not work from home. We're really work from anywhere. And so if you're a field service person now, you might have from an insurance company, let's say, you might have direct access to a customer where you may need to call them from the road, uh, maybe discussing a claim on a car or something like that. And you're going to get a lot of noise from the highways and things like that. So now with the advent of things like noise removal, like Chris does, we can open up a bunch of new use cases for calling that we couldn't do before. And so that's what I think is pretty exciting about this technology. Technology evolution is interesting because we always try and take make the new stuff fit our old workloads before we finally figure out we can do a bunch of new things. And uh, I, I think the, the, you know, another big takeaway from this, Dave, too, was that for all the naysayers out there that say voice is dead, voice is dead, voice is dead, voice is not dead, right? Voice has never been more popular. It's the only digital channel that's popular across, you know, in the top three preferred for all age demographics. When we want to talk about money, healthcare, stuff like that, we want to talk to somebody and the technology from companies like Chris make it better. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that, that war on talent you, you, you mentioned there, Zias, um, you know, part of that is that employee experience, isn't it? So, I mean, Robert, I'm, I'm curious, and we'll, we'll get to a bit of a demonstration in a moment, but I want to ask this question first. From an employee experience point of view, you know, how is uh, crisp really making a difference there to, to careers uh, of, of those agents if you like yeah it's been interesting we um we, we speak to a lot of our end users which are in in, in the contact center space agents so we, we obviously we speak to 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 their management but we do get a chance to speak to our users and it's really been interesting to hear what their journey's been the last 18 to, to 20 months. So the first thing that happened is they went from a highly supervised environment, both technically and personally, and then got, got pushed to home. And home, um, some have quiet space to work, like I do today, and others uh, do not. They may be in, a, in an urban area, they may be in a multi-generational family. So they knew that when there were uh, noises occurring either from within their home or outside their home that were uncontrollable by them, first thing they knew is that their customers heard it, which made them uncomfortable. The second thing they knew in their head is that eventually that would translate to complaints, customer complaints, which they would sit down in a review with their, their, their supervisor on a weekly basis and go through all their complaint calls to try to fix them. And they knew before they had Chris, they didn't have a solution for this. 
that headsets wouldn't provide enough either robust voice quality or noise immunity for the types of uh, noise environments they were in. Like Zeus said, kids screaming, dogs barking, sirens going on. And it was interesting to speak with them that when they uh, installed our solution, it took a, a week or two for them to psychologically and emotionally know that it's working every time, all the time, so that when these distractions occur, their, their spike in uh, anxiety, blood pressure, didn't happen. They were able to stay calm and have that private one-on-one -on -one conversation, even though there was a lot of things going on around. So in their headsets, they have active noise cancellation to help, help them hear better. Where Chris supplies our magic is in the real-time communication, both on the outbound and on the inbound. And again, it just made the anxiety level of these agents, they're difficult jobs, right? They're dealing with typically problems that customers are having and they're trying to fix them. We fixed a problem the agent was having so they could more comfortably fix their customer's problem. And, and the words they used with us was game changer, uh, life changing. Uh, one of our customers, the, the week, actually the day they installed CRISP across their hundreds of agents in the Philippines, their noise complaints dropped 80%, wow. like one day. And, and that, again, it translates back to that agent and having a comfortable place at home. Um, some of the statistics we've seen out in the market is that the retention rate of agents at home is, in some cases, almost double those that have to commute and work in a, in a, a crowded, congested contact center. So there's, a, there's an ROI associated with, with uh, at-home work, um, and, and it really revolves around uh, employee agent retention uh, and ensuring they keep the, the best and the brightest. Dave, you had actually talked about, you used the term employee experience, right? And, and uh, I think clearly we live in, a, in an era where customer experience is going to take the, the long-term, well, even the near-term winners and losers and really in all industries. And, but I think one thing that a lot of businesses have forgotten is you cannot provide a great customer experience if your employees don't have a great experience. The two go hand in hand. And, uh, it, you know, it's improving out over time. I've seen lots of studies that uh, uh, employee, great employee experience is necessary for great customer experience. You can't invest in one without the other. Great. Well, look, um, should we have should we have the the high pressure situation now? How about a demonstration, Robert? Let's should we should we see Crisp in action? Sure, happy to do that. Uh, I'm using Crisp right now. Crisp, uh, just as a little background, uh, becomes a virtual microphone and speaker inside uh, the OS of whichever the the user's machine, their their laptop or desktop, and therefore by definition works with every application. So we see our customers and our users use it with Genesis, Avaya, Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams, Slack, a whole host of applications. Uh, in fact, most of our customers use it uh, with more than five applications uh, in, a, in a given month. So from a, from, a, from a use case or from a user and agent perspective, they really have three scenarios they're dealing with. They're dealing with their own home environment which they can control some of the inside noises and sometimes they can't. And then sometimes there are noises on the outside. So I have Chris toggled on right now. If I had it off and I'm working at home and I'm an agent and there's a small child in the next room under daycare and I'm working, this is what you'd be hearing without Chris on. I have Chris toggled off and I'm gonna turn Chris on in three, two, one. 
the baby's still crying. I may still have concern about my child in the next room, but it's not going to impact the call we're on because when it's crisp is off, you're still going to hear it and turning it back on. That baby doesn't interfere with my customer communication. Could be a dog in the house. Now, as I mentioned before, crisp is bi-directional. So for the agent, it's one thing to be comfortable about their own environment and know that they're not going to be impacting their customer communication. Since it, CRISP also removes background noise from all participants on the call on the inbound for that agent, it's hard to know or predict where a customer might be. They might be in their car, they might be in an airport, they might be on a street. If they were on a street and there was an emergency happening, this is what the agent would hear and they would keep saying, excuse me, I can't hear you, can you, you know, and, and it would impact customer satisfaction, it would impact average hold time on this case. And with crisp on in three, two, one, that customer still has that emergency that's still happening out on the street where that person is, but the agent isn't going to be distracted by the sound of a siren because they have crisp on and it's completely muted for, for, for the users. So sort of the at home, inside, outside, outbound, inbound scenarios. Now, inside the contact center, it's a little bit different. Right inside the contact center, it's about um, phones ringing and uh, feeling a, a sense of privacy with your customer while there are a hundred other agents. And you know, without crisp, and you're inside a contact center, you end up hearing this. You end up hearing other agents. And while I may be speaking to to you as a customer to an agent, um, knowing that it's a one-on-one -on -one communication, it's a little bit concerning when I can hear other agents and other communication. So with crisp on, all that sort of background chatter, all those other voices, they go away. Now we've got a breakthrough technology I'm gonna show you here that we're bringing to market later in Q4 and into Q1 that doesn't exist anywhere in the world. We call it voice removal. The use case for an agent is if they're in a, in a contact center, their agent sitting next to them has a problem with a customer, that agent raises a flag and it signals a supervisor to walk over and they're actually having a conversation. And that conversation sometimes leaks through to my customer conversation. And that's really, really bad. So what I'm gonna show you here is how we identify myself as the agent, as the speaker and remove all other speakers. And the way I'm gonna do that is I'll turn Crisp off and I'm gonna show you, pardon me, sure uh, Michelle Obama's speaking, giving a speech. So you can see that her voice is between me and my microphone, and I have Crisp off, so you can hear both of us. And in 3, 2, 1, I'm going to turn Crisp on. She's still speaking, but you can only hear my voice. So this is the equivalent of a supervisor standing next to me, even though she's right in front of me. And you can't hear her, but you can continue to hear my voice. I just turned Crisp back off, and you can hear the speaker. So figuring out that it's me that should be transmitting my voice through CRISP and removing all other voices, again, is a technology and a solution that does not exist in the world and one that will provide great benefit to, to agents and employees both working at home for their other uh, house members having conversations that don't get leaked through and certainly in the contact center for, for agents and other uh, employees having conversations around the agent customer communication. Yeah, I, I think one of the fascinating use cases for this too is in the hybrid work environments. I've talked to a lot of companies where I've advised them that 
um, you almost have to think of every workspace, every space in the building as being a workspace. People are going to meet in the cafeteria and want to collaborate. They're going to want to, uh, you know, from a, a safety standpoint, you may set up a big open room for people to be able to collaborate in because some people want to be six feet apart, right? And so uh, I envision a scenario where you go into offices, they might have video terminals on the walls, they might have, you know, in in booths in a, in a cafeteria type setting. In that case, um, you're still going to be bringing in virtual participants because moving forward, you know, north of 90% of meetings are going to have at least one virtual participant. And so think of the possibilities of noise in that type of environment, right? So with your technology, Robert, you could actually host a meeting in a cafeteria and only the people, you know, sitting at that table would be heard. And I, I, I'm, you know, that to me, that's, that addresses a lot of my concerns. I, uh, you know, I, I, I travel a lot. I've done calls from Starbucks that, you know, it's not very effective because of how noisy it is, airports, things like that. So, um, I, I think the ability to filter out noise actually raises the value of calling, which I said is, you know, still, still alive and kicking and growing. Yeah, I think it really is. And as we know, I was video, you know, if on a video audio call, if your video goes down, you can still have your communication. Yeah. If your audio goes down, you're going to be staring at each other, wondering what to do, maybe yeah. doing some chat. So it's been interesting, this whole hybrid approach. It's, um, and it's even beyond that. It looks like companies, employees are kind of resetting the rules of engagement. Um, and, I, I think it's becoming a little bit more balanced, which is which is interesting. Um, and as it translates to the hybrid, to your point, is sometimes folks will be working at home exclusively, but most of the time it'll be an in and out. And when they're in office, to your point, there are going to be those that are remote. Uh, it will be scheduled calls. It'll be impromptu calls. Sometimes there are huddles on on Slack that folks are using uh, video and. What we see going forward is more and more uh, collaboration applications will include audio and video communications embedded into their solution so that folks won't be bouncing over to Zoom. They'll be in Slack and they'll say, hey, let's 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 connect or whichever application they happen to be using. So that's a trend. We're seeing element. No, you're absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. I, I, I actually um, at Enterprise Connect this week, actually, my keynote was on topic or my presentation on the topic of composable experiences. And part of that is every major communications vendor uh, now has video and voice SDKs available that they can use to build into applications, right? So it doesn't really matter if you're in your CRM app, a field service app, uh, you know, it's going to have voice and or video built into it. And um, we're going to see the more use of voice and video in more places, and uh, that just raises the bar and experience. And like it, you know, like to start it off with, uh, there is a war on talent. Uh, I've lived through this before in the rise of, you know, Windows. I was at a brokerage firm, and we attracted a lot of people by having better tools than the next guy. And I think this is going to be similar. In the, in the era of hybrid work, the company that provides or employs the best tools are going to get the best talent and get a significant advantage over the competition. So, Robert, um, you know, your technology, AI-based AI um, noise cancellation, I mean, how does that differ from some of the other technologies we're seeing out there in the market? Yeah, so um, in, in, this, in the market for the last 10 years, what we've seen are, are companies uh, to, to tackle the noise problem for their employees is to provide headsets. Um, 
And headsets uh, to do this add multiple microphones, so physical microphones. And even with that, the, it doesn't really block the noise the way we just demonstrated. It, it removes some, but then the, the results in, in, in more difficult noise conditions uh, are, are degradation of voice quality or noise leakage, both of them adversely impacting the user on the other side. Um, we've taken a completely different approach. We have an underlying deep tech AI model where we train our model on thousands and thousands of voices, thousands and thousands of noise types, and are able to, in real time, distinguish what's human voice and what is noise. We do it locally on the machine. We don't take that to the cloud, so it's extremely private and extremely secure, uh, an important thing for in, the, in the world today. And what we're able to do is separate voice, pass it on clean, and, and not pass along the noise. And what you saw there in terms of the intelligence uh, of, of our underlying models, we're able to recognize certain human voices as noise. A child screaming, for example. Background noise at a Starbucks or in a contact center. Those are all voices. They're all human voices. But in real time, we're able to distinguish them and categorize them as noise and pass along clean human voice. You know, when we first launched CRISP uh, a couple years ago, uh, as it works bi-directionally on the inbound side, uh, CRISP was so good that it was removing all noise, including things like ringtones, dial tones, uh, uh, voicemail uh, tones. So our team uh, understood the use case that salespeople using CRISP for outbound, when they called folks and they weren't there, they needed to know that that ringtone hit, or excuse me, the voicemail tone uh, occurred so that they could leave a voicemail. So our team quickly went ahead and retrained the underlying AI model, recognized the ringtones as something that shouldn't be blocked, but passed through the same way that voices pass through. So now our, our application on the inbound side has something called ringtone aware, and it passes through dial tones, ringtones, and voicemail tones. Something very, very important for our customer base that our team was able to update the application very quickly based on the underlying AI model. Yeah, Robert, I, I think the fascinating thing that you do in there is you're able to almost create custom experiences for different verticals. And and uh, I, I think the the set of collaboration tools that are built, uh, I, I think address the, if you want to think of the 80-20 rule, right? The most a handful of features address most workers. But then outside of that, you've got all these different type of workers that have specialty use cases, people in the hospitals, people in the school systems, uh, you, you know, frontline workers, things like that, that probably do need to hear things that aren't just the human voice. And um, I think what you're doing fits in very nicely with my vision of the industry where communications becomes a set of composable experiences. And so I think the the the, the, uh, the process that you described fits that nicely as you're able to almost create these unique things on the fly just by retraining your model. So, uh, you know, kudos to you there. That's, uh, that's pretty interesting stuff. Thanks. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're all really proud of our, uh, our our technology and engineering teams. They're they're designing and delivering some amazing uh, products for us that the market's valuing. So thank you. That's great. Um, look, I think this is a great place to end today's discussion. Um, I'd like to thank you both for joining me. Thanks, David. Appreciate thank you. Us together. And, and thank you for watching. You've been watching me, David Dunger, and UC Today. If you like today's discussion, please give us a like and a share on social media. It's greatly appreciated. That's it from me. I'll see you next time.